great future. We're talking real money. Yeah, there is something important. Kind of binds us all together. Whether we like the fact that it does or not, it's probably the biggest, one of the biggest things we have in common, and that is money. We need it. It is our means of survival. And uh, you got to figure out how to manage it better because there's so much really bad information and advice out there. It is literally enough to curl your hair. 855-935-TALK is a very important phone number that apparently none of you are using today, except Lori, to call us and talk about money. Uh, the money matters that matter to you about your portfolio, about your uh, investment future, about the things that you need to do and haven't done, the things that you've done and wish you didn't do, the people who've done some things to you that you wish they hadn't done to you or the things you've done to somebody else that you wish you hadn't done to them. Call us and we'll try to straighten all that out because I just confused myself at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Now, Tom and I, we are religious readers of the Wall Street Journal. We do read a lot. Um, I read a lot of papers a lot. I try not to read some of the stupid financial publications much, but Wall Street Journal is the one I, I read, even though I disagree with a bunch of stuff. Kind of like this. They make these blanket statement headlines, and I know why they make them. It's to get you to read. It got me to read it. Older investors have a lot of money in stocks. How to check if it's too much. They have too much money in stocks Tom. well they, they they cite a couple of studies fidelity says 40 percent of 401k investors ages 60 to 69 i'm in that group you're in that group mm -hmm. hold 67 percent or more of their portfolios in stocks and then oh, vanguard well, you, says, you actually skew that up with your portfolio i do mm -hmm. vanguard says uh between the ages of 65 and 74 17 i guess one out of five people have 98 percent of their portfolios in stocks that's pretty aggressive but um but but can't that be right for some people Absolutely could be right for some people. That's what I'm I don't like is that this article yeah. sort of implies that if you're of a certain age, that you should only have a certain amount of money in stocks. And by the way, they think one of the reasons they say that you may have too much, well, among others, of course, because stocks have gone up a lot more than bonds the last three years. So if you haven't done anything to your portfolio and you had a certain balance, well, now you're going to have a greater sort of tilt to stocks, if you will. But they also say because, because target date funds haven't been that around that long, that people managed this on their own and didn't know what they were doing. They bought some types of things, and then they left them. And uh, target date funds obviously reduce risk as you get older. In fact, uh, target date 2025 at Fidelity has uh, 57 percent of, of the money there in stocks and by the way no one knows moving forward what the correct percentage will be no for you for your neighbor for anybody else nobody knows it should be again a function of how much you're trying to make how much volatility you're willing to accept and how soon until you need the money now that's the function deep in the article deep in the article they did say that, for example, a 65-year-old with a 25-year life expectancy who spends 2% of the of a million-dollar portfolio can afford to invest and lose significantly more than someone who needs a 5% withdrawal rate. That's part of the personalization of the portfolio. This is why it's so important to have somebody helping you who has a clue what they're doing. 
And you know, most well, most financial advice providers don't rebalance. The vast majority of the they, stock they do and brokers, they don't. yeah, they don't. No, they they buy something and then that's what you own. You end up owning that for a long period of time. I mean, they generally may, they may that's sell true. you something and then resell you something else, but yeah, it's not true. generally not for the purpose of keeping a portfolio in balance. It's for getting the commission, the next commission. That is very true. But but my takeaway from this article is. Depending on the amount of money that you have and depending on the draw you're going to need to take on that, you may need to own a lot of stocks into retirement. People think, oh, I'm retired. I don't have to take the volatility. You may have to. And uh, you may need the gain of stocks. But, this is but, part but, of the problem. But then you must know. And the problem is, if you're doing this on your own, no one is going to tell you except somebody like us. You must know that if you are taking that higher risk, if you have more money in stocks to to provide you with that potential, potential greater income down the road, you also stand a chance of suffering big downturns. That was upstairs. Someone just arrived here <laughs> like luxurious wow, studio and jumped it, up and down. Thought it was an uh, earthquake. Yeah, it sounded like it. But I mean, so there is no right or wrong answer. The fact that some people have almost 100% of their money in stocks, they need to be aware that they could lose half of it in the next real downturn. And this is the num the number you need to know is, again, how much you're trying to make, how much volatility you're willing to accept, and how soon until you need the money. Don't worry about what the Wall Street Journal says you should own or should not own, period. And if you want to talk with someone about it, just give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. At some point, most investors need professional financial guidance. So get a little bit of free help or a lifetime of affordable 100% fiduciary guidance at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi, I'm Don. That's Tom. We talk real money with you. 855-935-TALK is our number to do just that. So give us a call and do make sure you listen to the podcast on your favorite podcast service, Talking Real Money. Not only do we take these shows and turn them into a podcast, but we also do other podcasts so that we have a podcast almost every day. So go can we check still it out. send people to Spotify or not? I don't know we, what we can the political them. correct. We can thing send them to now. Spotify. I'm, okay. I'm just I, saying just, they've been in the news a lot. That's us, all. I don't care. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I don't care. I don't think much of Joe Rogan, but I've never thought much of Joe Rogan. I don't think of Joe Rogan. I, mean, I like his hair products because it, it no, helps that's, me. That's some. Rogaine. Rogaine. Oh. Rogaine. Oh, Shoot, Joe okay. Rogan. He, he used to be on The Biggest Loser or something. Well, no, it wasn't The Biggest I, Loser. It was I some. Don't. It was some shock reality show where you eat bugs. You know, no, here's know, the thing man. about those shows and those things. My time is growing shorter, so I try to be more specific about how I spend it. Yeah. Plus That's there, not on the list. There Sorry. are only so many television shows you can watch, there's so, and there's so right many to watch. Right now, it's a watch. ton. Yeah. We oh just restarted gosh. Ozark and no, Billions. See, I mean, it's See, here's long, my long problem. List, so. I, I, my wife is a lovely person, but right she now, she, traditional. Does, she does not like shows that are too weird or too violent. Hmm. Two out there, so she doesn't Hallmark want to watch movies. Ozark. I don't want. I'm not going to watch Hallmark <laughs> movies. I'm not going to do it. So a friend of hers suggested we watch the show what? Ghosts on CBS. She said it'll get funny yeah, after Paramount, the second episode. Isn't it or something? Yeah, okay. It's yeah. terrible. It's yeah, just sorry. the acting is horrible. I can't watch it. Anyway, they ghosted you. 
It's just I ghosted it. Um, yeah, okay. But even she agreed. She went, is it just me or is this acting really, 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 really bad? I said, it's really mm. bad. Uh, 855-935-TALK is our number up next. Sean, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Sean. Ge- gentlemen, how are you? Good. Good. Hello? Are, yeah. Hey, yes, sir. Joe Rogan's, show was fear, Joe Rogan's show was Fear Factor, just a little FYI. Fear Factor, that ah, was it. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank yeah. you, Sean. <laughs> so I just have a question. Um, all I am in right now is 401k uh, okay. through my work, and I'm wondering what else I should definitely get into. It's pretty healthy at age 44, and my house will be paid off in, I don't know, about five years. Are you married or are you single? Married. And what's your household income, roughly? Uh, roughly 125 Okay. Well, I would do a Roth IRA for well, each one of do, you the next. Do you max your 401? Well, at least up to the match. Um, yeah. At, yeah, I'm, up, I'm like 10%. The match is 6 I think, something like that. So probably not maxing it. I don't really know actually what the max is a year, as a matter of fact. Well, it's 19500 But again, but I, I, here's the way I would look at it. I would save in the 401k up to the, where the free money is. And then depending on my tax situation, I probably do a Roth IRA for each myself and my spouse. I think that's $6,000 each in mm-hmm. 2022. I believe that's that correct. That is correct. Um, and then anything after that, you could do in a post-tax brokerage type of account, but that might be down the road. Okay. Okay. Um, help. Does that what, help? I mean, I don't, I don't no, know if ahead. this is off top. I don't Is um, no. paying off your house, what, what do you do? I mean, I'm totally in the dark of what to do right after that. Once it's paid off, uh, do I just get hosed smile. by taxes? Are you, or, are yeah, you, smile. are you, are you, ex- are you, are you, uh, are you accelerating your payments to pay it off sooner? Well, I actually have enough in just a simple savings account to pay it off right now, and I just don't know what the best thing to do. That that's on top of four hundred one k. What's your interest rate? What's your interest rate on your mortgage? Two point two five on a ten year that I just refied a couple months ago. Don't re, don't pay it off. No, I just keep doing paying that. That's a very low interest rate. As I said, beef up maybe your four hundred one k. Do the Roth IRAs and get on with your life. So wait, you got enough money in your savings account to pay off the mortgage? Yeah, and my wife works for a bank, so we're supposed to do something with it that actually makes me something on it. Um, not at the bank. It's about ninety. <laughs> not there. It's about ninety. How much? Yeah, ninety thousand. Yes. Dude, you okay? Uh, sorry, dude. That's dude, really inappropriate. But he here's the thing. I, okay, again. I mean, it sounds then like a increase guy. your increase your 401k. Your wife have a retirement plan at her place of work. She should be up to at least the match. Do the two Roth IRAs, and then I wouldn't have more. I mean, I don't know what your cost of living is or anything, but ninety thousand sitting around making nothing—that's a bad investment. Then you would just have a brokerage account. You could do Which that Schwab at Vanguard, or TD, Fidelity, or, Fidelity or, any those, or any of those guys, yeah. Buy low, low then, expense ratio just, ETFs. Yeah, just buy ETFs based on your risk tolerance. Go take the risk quiz at uh, TalkingRealMoney.com. That'll also give you a portfolio allocation, and you'll find some ETFs there and some funds you could use. Thanks so much for the call, Sean. We really appreciate it. 855-935-TALKS, the number. And Pam, you're next. Well, thank you for listening to me. Um 
I'm 68, and I have been interested in, you know, trying not to mess up how my finances go my whole life. So I started out reading The Richest Man in Babylon, which I thought was an extremely good book for the younger people out there. Uh, Rich Dad, Great Poor book. Dad, later... <laughs> the last and rich dad, poor dad. I take with a real grain of salt. There's some stuff Please, in there. Please, thank you, thank you. Yes, we I we know it, him well. I take it with yeah. a salt lick. I just <laughs> yeah. What it does is it makes people think in different directions, and sometimes that's what they need—not to follow his plan, but just to break out of. Uh, boy, we're going to charge stuff on charge cards and pay it off, and then we're going to take our extra money and have a vacation every year. Um, yeah, I, I think getting out of that man- mindset has been good. Um, now that I'm 68, I'm looking at the five years before you retire, which I think is an excellent book to help you not make some big mistakes with what our government lets us do and helps us do. And there's a new one out of Canada called You Could Live a Long Time, Are You Ready? And when I say new, it's a 2010 book. And, of course, it's got a lot of Canadian-associated stuff, but it really helps a lot in the social aspects of retirement. So okay. my and, question and is that is that you, uh, written in English or Canadian? Oh, you smell. <laughs> uh, I could oh, uh, get the, get the translation fine, eh? Uh, Lindsay Green, L Y N D S A Y, last name Green, G R E E N. That I almost sounds American. That's uh, pretty close. <laughs> okay, what's your what's your question before we before we run into a break, Pam? Right. Um, so I'm at a point now, I'm going to be taking Social Security in a couple years. I have a house I'm going to want to sell and move. I have money in retirement that seems adequate. I have a health savings account that I've got invested, and it grows every year. I try not to take money I don't have to. I can't figure out how to, how to prioritize. I don't have a spouse. I don't have kids. Do you have any suggestions on just the way you would suggest people look at stuff? Well, do I... Do I find the community and find a new house first? Do I get through all my working first? I'm self-employed, so I can oh my gosh. almost okay. What, 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 what you're you, making me worry Pam, now. Pam, what you, have, what you here. have is really a complete life plan, which would take the rest of the hour plus another couple of them. Um, what I would suggest, I really would suggest, and this is not find a good a good fiduciary advisor maybe even meet with one of the best advisors for free to get started a second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally let one of our vestry advisors help you save your future at vestry.com v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money 855-935-8255. That just happens to spell talk. And what we talk about is real money, your life and your money on, uh, coincidentally, a show called Talking Real Money. Uh, Lynn, it is now your time. Welcome to the program. Hi, Lynn. Good morning. Uh, I'm a 77-year-old uh, retired person whose husband died recently. In last May, and I'm going to sell my house, and I have no investments other than my Social Security and my retirement from the Providence Health System. My husband. So you've got a you've got a pension. Yes. Yes. I could. Okay. My okay so pension and Social Security. Mm-hmm. Right. 
my income is about $7,000 a month. I own my mm-hmm. house. I need to know what to do. And I just heard you talking. I need to find a fiduciary probably. Well, you need to, you need to find, you may need to find some guidance. Now, you, you make $7,000 a month and that is pretty much guaranteed income for the rest of your life. You have, you have no other money to invest except the money that is in your home, correct? That's correct. We were in. And how much is your home in, worth? Uh, probably 800000 And it's paid. Okay. Now, have okay. you thought about where you want to live after you sell this house? Yes. Where is I that? I manufactured home in a senior community that has a continuum of care. Mm-hmm. And how much does it cost to get into that? Uh, Eighty thousand. That's the. That's the. Oh, that's, that's all. Cheap. Yeah. What's the monthly? Fifteen hundred. What? Mm. I want to go there. Really? It sounds very inexpensive, but okay. All right, so that's sort of figured out. It's north. Yeah. We were uh, invested with uh, an attorney in our city who was running a Ponzi scheme. And Mm. since we got really burned with that, we did not invest in anything else after that. Yeah, I can can totally get it. That's why, again, we are so – this is why we harp on this whole concept – of vetting, carefully vetting your advisors, not trusting somebody just because you know them, not not because of a friend or a friend of a friend, but actually doing a full-fledged vetting. That's why we created that page at Talking Real Money, talkingrealmoney.com slash help. You need to interview a couple of the fee-only fiduciary advisors that we'll get. We give you the names of them right there. People you can call and say, I want to talk to you about this. What would you do? What would you suggest? Those kinds of things. What do you charge? And uh, make sure they tell you the truth. And we have a fiduciary form that you make them fill out. And you say, sign this. If somebody won't sign it, then they're not a fiduciary. Okay. okay. You are going to need, that. you are, I honestly, because you've, one, you've been burned. Two, you're in a very good situation. But you want to make sure you stay in a very good situation, and that you've got your the 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 rest of that eight hundred thousand properly invested, so that you've got an emergency pool in case there's a medical need, and then you've got the rest in something that fits your future needs and desires for that money. And a good fiduciary advisor is going to ask you those questions first. They're going to say, "What is it that we need this money to do? What do you need it to do for you?" before they ever suggest doing a darn thing. And if an advisor ever says, well, I'm just going to do this and this and this with your money, you run away because the first thing they should ask you is about you and what you want that money to do for you. But yes, you do need an advisor. There is no way in the time, again, like like we mentioned to to Pam, there's just no way in the time, the limited time we have, that we can go through the complexity of building a plan for you. And I'm going to double up on what Don just said there about us just saying, go do this. No one should be able to tell you that after a five-minute conversation. They need to know way more about you. You mentioned your your issues with this industry, which I think you're correct to have. And again, what the purpose of this money is going to be longer. All of those things should be discussed well before. Here's just an investment plan for you. 
Yeah, and when we tell people, you know, go buy this and this, it's usually somebody who's just getting started with a little bit of money, and they don't have a complex situation. Yours is is complicated in some ways, and it really needs somebody good. Thanks for the call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Touch anything. Tom knocking his mic over. <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta get Walking you gotta get across a little. You were you were uh, hitting some plosives. Was earlier. I giving a little yeah, pop and peas pop there? And peas, okay, yeah. on gluten free radio. Uh, here? Gluten free okay. radio. Eight five five nine three five. Talk is our phone number. Inside joke. Uh, because Sorry. Como Radio years ago, I didn't know this was owned by a bread company or Fisher a flour Mills. company. Fisher Mills. Yeah. Right. But you make you make. Flour. You make bre- flour to bread. Right? There's wheat involved. There's wheat in there somewhere. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty so. sure. Uh, 855-935-8255. We're going to talk about money and how you invest and how you spend and how you save and how you avoid being ripped off and that kind of stuff. Uh, Joel, you're up next. Welcome to the show, Joel. Hello. Yes. Um, long-time listener. Just wanted to say um, I have a question. I'm uh, 38 years old. Um, I have a... Uh, 401k, it's about 200000 in there. Should I invest in an IRA also or a money market account? Well, okay, so let's. that's great. You're in the 401k, 200000 is great at age 38. No argument with that. Mm-mm. But here's the answer. Here's the question. Number one, are you maxing out how much you can put into that 401k every year? Um, I'm just... So they they used to match eight, but now it's six. But I do ten percent a, m- a month, so I'm not sure. That's okay. all. I just keep doing. Well, so no, so you're no, you're no. putting, but you're getting the full match. At least you're getting that. That's correct. Correct. Yes. Over okay. over and above yes. that, is this a Roth four hundred one or a regular four hundred one? A regular Probably with Vanguard. Regular. You might want to consider funding a Roth IRA. In addition to your 401k, to give you some, well, to give you some tax-free long-term growth. And yeah, are probably, you married? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Don. Are you married or you're single? I'm single. And what is? You, how much do you make a year, roughly? About thirty-five thousand. He's in. He's in great shape. So you're. 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 So then you're eligible to do a Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. So maybe what you do in the 401k is you save up to the match, make sure you're getting the free money. Then anything else you could save, you open an individual, a Roth individual retirement account, IRA, and you put money into that. Uh, that, that's Don said. Now you have two different types of savings for the future. One is pre-tax, one is post-tax. They grow. That could be a pretty good advantage when it comes time to retire. And the only only reason you ever have a money market account is for emergency money the amount of money you need to have put away for a rainy day otherwise you don't want to have money market accounts because they don't make any money okay Okay? all right thank you so much you're very welcome thanks for calling joel 855-935-TALK 
Give us a call. You know I've wanted to talk about this for a couple weeks. <clears throat> okay. Here's the thing. I love this story. I, I love I, this story. I'm going to – well, I was going to set you up for it after okay, the break. Okay, please. Oh, because okay. you don't – honestly, you don't have time to, to do it justice okay. before the All break. Right. But I'll do the setup before the break. Okay. Okay? Because yeah. this – I – when I go to YouTube sometimes to check out our videos on YouTube, where <laughs> we have a few <laughs> 777 subscribers now. Ooh, um, really? Every Set once in a while, on fire. I get these videos from these guys who take scam artists, particularly those in India, to task. These guys have, are computer oh. geniuses, and they hack into the to the Indian servers, and they read stuff or they wipe their hard drives or they do all this stuff to oh, the good. Indian scammers. And they're really, really fun to watch because it, there's, it's so satisfying to see these guys get their comeuppance. And, uh, and sometimes they even hack into their camera systems. Oh, they can and, actually and see so them. Then. Yeah, the guy will be sitting there going, Oh, I see you there. Uh, yeah, you definitely <laughs> look like a Steve. Uh, yeah, and in calling from Rhode Island. One of the yeah, guys mm-hmm. actually speaks Bengali. And so when they speak Bengali in the background, making fun of him, he'll go, why did you call me such and such and so and so? And they go, wait, love you it. speak Bengali? So we kind of like it when scammers get their comeuppance. Mm-hmm. And Tom found a, uh, a another variation on that theme. Oh, I love the 73-year-old it, it, grandma who got the scam. I will, we'll, we'll talk about it in a moment. 73-year-old woman got back at the scammers. That just feels good, doesn't it? 855-935-TALK. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. We, like all of you, hate those calls from India trying to scam us. And they're almost always from India. They're almost always from Calcutta, Kolkata, uh, which is the Bengali part of India. And, uh, and we, we love it when somebody gets back at them like this 73 year old grandmother did. <laughs> I just love this. Jean, Jean of Long Island. Well, she got the call and, uh, someone said, uh, it was her grandson. And he was in jail for drunken driving and needed $8,000 to uh, get out. Only one problem, Gene thought. Well, grandsons aren't old enough to drive yet. Pretty sure they're not drinking either. But uh, so she well, said, the rather, six-year-old could have grabbed dad's car. <laughs> took off with the six-pack. Uh, so she decided to play along. I love this. And uh, she invited the apparent bail bondsman to pick up the cash from her house. This is what they do. They come, we'll get the, we'll come over. You don't have to go anywhere, Gene. We'll take care of it. And it was, <laughs> it's a setup. Gene handed over the envelope, stuffed with paper towels. Police tackled the man to the ground. Joshua Estrella Gomez, 28, arrested and charged with attempted grand larceny. But Good. this happens a lot. They say it's, what they say? It's like a, several billion dollar a year enterprise that these people do it's shocking the amount of money that they get from this so thank well, you mean gene we call you so well there's done. another guy there's a brilliant electrical engineer who created a box and so if he gets one of these and they say well put the money in a box and send it to this address <laughs> he sends this box that he's designed yeah. and it's got 
It's got burner phones in it that are turned on when the box is opened. And no, actually, they're on the whole time. And they, it, what it does when they open the box, it sprays glue and yeah, glitter all over Yeah, I've seen, this. I've seen this on YouTube. Yeah, yeah I've seen that yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. I, I just love this stuff. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Scott, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, how are you guys doing today? We're doing well, Scott. Thank you. What's up? Good. Hey, I have a question. Um, I've got some money in the Edward Jones account, and I'm kind of leaning towards, because of the fees, getting out of that um, and doing like a TD Ameritrade. Or is there one that you guys would recommend that is, I don't know, self-directed? Well, wait, what, what kind of an account is uh, this? They're not doing uh, anything. It, you're cutting up a little bit, it's, Scott. What actually? Oh, it's uh. Try to step outside. Is it's, it an IRA? Uh, it's actually, it's it's an inherited IRA. It's okay. Inherited All right. IRA. Okay. okay. That's a and little trickier, but can how, still be. How much money is there? Uh, about ninety. I think that's what I heard. Um. And what's it invested yeah. in over there at Ed Jones? Oh, there's multiple. There's like Lord Abbott. There's okay, mm-hmm. American you know, funds. Honestly, I yeah. can't. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you're all there, in. There's a mix and mash, and you're all in loaded, a, high fee funds. We can almost guarantee that. No, by the way, without I, even looking at the statements. Because he told me Lord Abbott, I can now officially yeah. guarantee it. <laughs> Good old Lord Abbott. Uh, yeah, I would go to. I I would con. I would set up an account, an IRA account. You no, an inherited, inherited IRA, you IRA to, account. Yeah, you you'll have sure. to go to the new custodian. You yes, you could go to Schwab. You could go to Fidelity. Go to Vanguard. Any of those places. You would set up an inherited IRA there. You would then work with Ed Jones or the new custodian would to move the money directly over. Yeah, to the new custodian the new will directly yeah. take it. They don't, you don't you even don't have, have to do, do it. it. No, that's true. And then, uh, then we give you, if you want to do this on your own, very simple. We give you with 90,000, you could go use the three fund portfolio. We give you free at talking real money. Yeah. The three funds or the three ETFs. Um, uh, you could just go, for example, you could just go with VT and BND. If you went with yeah. somebody like Vanguard or, you know, if you're with TD, you want to make sure you're using ETFs so you avoid transaction costs. Um, but, uh, I, I, you'd be saving you're a gonna, lot. You're going to be money. saving a lot in fees. I would, I would guess on an annual basis, you probably lower your fees by at least a factor of 10. At least. Yeah. I'd love to see. I, I haven't looked at Lord Abbott in like forever. Let's, I forgot they existed. Yeah, it's been so a long time. Yeah, get it, get it switched. You're going to be so much happier and, and you're going to spend so much less money and, uh, probably even more impressed with how the funds perform. And if you don't know how much risk you should take, what your stock to bond ratio is, go to talkingrealmoney.com and take our risk quiz. Pretty and easy. they say, by the way, one website says the average expense ratio. This does not include the, 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 uh, commissions. The average expense ratio on all Lord Abbott funds is zero. Point seven four. Now, the average expense ratio for the two two ETFs we just mentioned, 
is, as Don said, about a tenth of that. Less about than, actually. Seven, yeah. Yeah, seven or so. So, yeah, you'd save a lot of money. And every indication is you, your performance would be better because of that. I'll put it that way. So, yeah, yeah so I'd get that done. Good move. Smart move. Thanks yeah. for the call. Um, you, you want one more that was written in? We've got time, I think. Sure. Yeah. I think, Go I ahead. Think. Let me just yeah. see. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me see which one I got here. Okay. Well, the cake has not got here yet, so I can keep talking. I'm going to have to do it really fast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hi, Don and Tom. Ooh, I got top billing. My wife is my wife is 34, and the average age of our parents is 60. I invest in a 457 monthly with a low expense ratio target date fund. I also have a healthy state pension when the time comes. All good here. 529 is regularly funded for the kids. All good there. What are some of the options to minimize our risk for parents who did not have the same compound interest fever early in life? One set of parents, my wife, have been prolific savers but not investors. So basically they have a paid off home and very little in savings. The other parent is on medical, or one parent's on medical disability. The other has a low paid job in the school district. Both have social security and one will have a small pension. My parents started getting more serious about 10 years ago and they've done pretty well but won't retire close to the million mark. I'm not as worried about them, but with costs going up everywhere, I'm skeptical. I don't want us caught with our pants down later in life. Is there a good idea or method to minimize our risk of potential costs associated with long-term care assisted living home health care other than insurance yuck i know this is a tricky question i appreciate your input well i I guess what we're solving here for is trying to make sure they're going to have the money they need yeah and and long-term yeah but long-term care is really at this point because of the costs of long-term care insurance your wife's parents they can't afford it they just can't afford it uh, no. They don't have that much money. And your parents, as they're getting there, probably could, but is it worth it? And that's really well, the question. Well, they have, they have the equity in their home. That would be the Alamo, right? That would be the last place, to the last stand if they needed the cash. Yeah, the wife's they parents. They could sell that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Pardon me. Yeah. Wow, that is a really a difficult one. I mean, and again, to try to solve this quickly and come well, up with a solution. As a matter of fact, this isn't – literally, it's an unsolvable problem because – you, you're just going to have to take the best possible solution, and they're all bad. The, yeah, by the, the way, speaking, is, the insurance is expensive. You can self-insure, but then the risks are high. You just don't know. Long-term care, the, of course, the big solution here, the state of Washington has been kicked down the long. The Washington Cares Act has been pushed down the road. And all you poor souls who jumped out to buy a policy to avoid it, you bought one when you didn't have to. So, This is a tough one. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Many of you need help, depending on where you are in your life, from someone who knows this better than you, spends every day working on it, and will put your interests first. Yeah, we'll give you Ooh, an Paul hour Merriman. of our time. There you go. Get the full Merriman. So, I mean, so get the help you need. Don't wait. Don't say, I'll do this later. No, I'll wait until a crisis hits. Get it done now. And it's easy. As I said, we give you an hour of our time absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Set up the time that works for you. Simply go to vestry.com, vestry.com, and you can set up that appointment. Get the future that you want without the worry you may have. 
hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial product or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy.